Welcome to Coming Home with Heather, a podcast for women on their journey of self-discovery and healing. I'm your host, Heather Stewart, and I'm here to guide you on your quest for self-love, acceptance, and unshakable confidence. I'm here to help you find unconditional love, deep healing, and connection. I hope to inspire you and to empower you on this journey of coming home to yourself. Welcome. Hey girl, how's it going? No, really, how are you? These times are tough. And with all of the uncertainty facing us, it's okay to not be okay. If you're in my space, it's probably because you experience anxiety and or depression on a regular basis. With the craziness of this last year and the uncertainty as to when this is all going to subside so we can go back to some sense of normalcy, you might be experiencing regular overwhelm and disconnection from yourself and others. Perhaps you're procrastinating and not being consistent in working toward your goals. You feel stuck and you just don't know what to do to get yourself back on track. If any of this resonates with you, then my new four-week group coaching program, HEAL, is for you. With this program, we will unlock the power of self-compassion to overcome anxiety and create the life you desire. We will begin to build a healthy lifestyle to embody your whole being, taking aligned action towards your goals and bringing loving awareness to all the parts of you. You will gain clarity around the source of your anxiety, which will help you overcome it. You will learn how to reconnect with yourself and begin to make yourself a priority. You will begin to understand the power of your beliefs and how harnessing this power can help you stay on track and feel like you have an endless supply of natural energy. From this space, you will begin to create the life you desire. We start on March 8th, which is also International Women's Day. If you're waiting for a sign, girl, this is it. You can send me a private message to my Instagram account at underscore heather.stewart or send me an email to heather at theholistichealth101.com. I can't wait to hear from you and to work with you to begin to make your deepest desires your reality. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back. Before we jump in to today's episode, I have some questions for you. Do you often feel overwhelmed, exhausted, stretched thin? Do you struggle to make decisions? Do you often find yourself people-pleasing and at the same time you feel like a guilty and anxious mess? Do you find yourself surrounded by people who you don't feel that you really truly connect with or trust? I felt this way for years and it was because I didn't know how to set healthy boundaries and I was allowing all kinds of toxic behaviors to continue um, 
not only in myself, but also in my personal and professional relationships. So in this week's episode, we'll be talking about setting healthy boundaries and how that can help us form healthy relationships, both with ourselves and with others. In the words of author Mandy Hale, it is necessary and even vital to set standards for your life and the people you allow in it. And I love this quote because when we begin to set boundaries, we really are setting standards for our life, for how we expect to be treated and for how, for who we allow into our inner circle. And so this episode will help you bring clarity around what a healthy relationship looks like, why boundaries are necessary, and it will help you to begin to set healthy boundaries in your life. Are you ready? Let's dive in. So first we have to talk about what a healthy relationship looks like because boundaries are um, designed to keep us um, in healthy relationships. So we all strive to have healthy relationships, but what does one actually look like? A healthy relationship will make you feel seen, heard, valued, validated, accepted, safe, loved, trusted, respected. Um, healthy relationships have five or really six um, aspects to it all based on respect. So let's go a little bit deeper into this. Um, healthy relationship is based on accountability. So this means that each each person in the relationship, whether and we're talking romantic relationships, um, platonic relationships between friends, family, work, you know, acquaintances, co-workers, anyone. So in a healthy relationship, both parties are accountable. They admit mistakes for when they are wrong and they accept responsibility for their behaviors, attitudes, and values. Um, you should feel safe. So safety is an important part of a healthy relationship. So refusing to intimidate or manipulate, you're respecting the other person's physical space, and you are expecting, expressing yourself non-violently and the other person as well. We need to have trust, so we accept each other's word and we give them the benefit of the doubt. And then we need to have honesty, so we communicate openly and truthfully with the other person. Support is the next aspect of a healthy relationship. So we support each other's choices, we are understanding and compassionate, we offer encouragement, and we listen not judgmentally and we value each other's opinions. And lastly, cooperation. So we ask for assistance or help when we need it, but we don't expect these things from the other person. We accept change. We make decisions together. Um, Both parties are willing to compromise for the benefit of, of the relationship of both people. And the, when you do have a conflict, you go this compromise this ability to compromise helps you to get to a place like a win-win resolution that will work for both parties so those are the different aspects of healthy relationships and again they all are all based on respect so we think about the people in our lives we want to attract healthy relationships but sometimes we find ourselves in the presence of people who were like why why do these certain people keep coming into our lives right why are these people around me if if you're if you're not resonating with people around you or you're feeling like like you consistently are 
attracting toxic people into your life. There is a reason for that. Uh, And I like to say that like attracts like, because we don't attract what we want. We attract who we are, meaning how you show up in the world. It attracts people who resonate with you. What do I mean by this? Outside of our family members, other people out in the world are reflections They are mirroring back to us the state of our own internal world. So if we are safe and secure within ourselves, we have good self-worth, self-esteem, we are going to attract people um, who who demonstrate those same qualities. If we are insecure, if we are, you know, if we have low self-worth, if we are demonstrating any kind of toxic behaviors, um, you know, and unhealthy attachments, manipulation, anything like that, passive aggression, then we're going to attract other people um, into our lives who who are on that same um, frequency. So it all goes down to what is your what's happening inside you? Where are you at? Because that's going to inform how you are showing up in the world. Are you confident? Are you resilient? If you are, you're going to attract people with those same qualities. Are you not? same thing. So you have to think about what what values and qualities do you embody? How are you showing up? How are you presenting yourself to the world? How are people perceiving you based on what's happening inside of you? Because that is what is going to attract the people into your life. So if you find yourself falling out of alignment, this is this is this is if the people who are currently in your life and this happens um, to all of us as as we learn and as we grow. So if you find yourself falling out of alignment with those around you, that's okay. It means you're learning and you're growing, you're expanding because you will inevitably outgrow some of the people around you. Not everyone is going to to learn and grow at the same rate that you do. So this can be frustrating, especially if it's a longtime friend uh, that you hold dear to your heart. But this is, it's inevitable as you are learning and growing that people will fall away. People will fall away. And it's, it's, it's difficult and it gets uncomfortable, especially when you're trying to set boundaries and figure out where you guys are in the relationship. Um, But if you find yourself attracting toxic people into your life, then that's where we have some work to do because like attracts like. People are the reflections of what's happening inside you. Okay? So ultimately, you decide who gets access to you and that is the important thing to remember. You do not owe anyone um, access to you. No one is entitled to be in your world. Of course, there's a fine line with family, but we can set healthy boundaries with family members if they are exhibiting toxic behavior. Why do we need boundaries? Boundaries are an important form of self-care that allow you to do the following. They create space between you and others, energetic, emotional, physical, mental space between you and other people. It creates a healthy environment for you based on what your values and your needs are. It dictates how others are expected to treat you because when you are showing up in the world in in an empowered, clear way, speaking your truth and setting healthy boundaries, that level of self-respect that you are demonstrating is going to inform others of how they are expected to treat you. It helps you to conserve your emotional energy so that you're not wasting your emotions on people who do not deserve them. 
it helps you have more independence and more agency for yourself. So you are advocating for yourself and it helps you to speak your truth with clarity and love. So it is really important um, to have boundaries in different areas of life and we need to, to, to maintain um, emotional, material, time, energy, mental and physical boundaries in all of these different areas of our life. So emotional, material, so our feelings, material, our possessions, time, of course, our energy, how much we have or don't have, our mental boundaries, our mental health, and then our physical health, of course. So in reference to the self, when we're setting boundaries for the self, this can work like, look like, but is not limited to work-life balance, self-care, how, how, how much, um, how well you are taking care of yourself and, and pouring into your cup first and managing energy leaks. So not giving your energy to projects or people or spaces or things that are not serving your highest good. Uh, we need to look at how we are setting boundaries with others. So this is relationships. And, and again, any any kind of relationships, a romantic relationship with your partner. Uh, it could be friendships. It can be family relationships, um, coworkers, anyone. We'll get more with the coworkers when we get to work. So this looks like respect, mutual respect, alone time if you if you need it, hobbies. So you should be, be engaging in activities that you enjoy and, and fill you up and there should be no limits to that no no reasonable limits to that in in your relationships the people in your life should have similar um if they don't have similar interests they should respect the fact that these are your interests and allow you the time and space to engage in those because it is something that you enjoy and that fills you up and then a healthy attachment so not too clingy not too distant we don't want to um i'm not not going to get into attachment styles here but not too anxious, not too avoidant, a healthy attachment. We can look at boundaries in the home environment. So setting, making time and space for quality time, for real deep connections, responsibilities, making sure that everyone in the home is pulling their weight, um, expectations for um, either shared responsibilities or behaviors or um, what else? things like that. And then privacy and personal space. So everyone is entitled to their privacy, even in romantic relationships. Um, everyone is entitled to their own personal space. And learning how to set boundaries around that is very important. We need to be setting boundaries at work. So there is no time or space for harassment, gossip, right? We won't get into the, the we won't get into gossip, but it is an energy leak. And it's a toxic behavior that you want to eliminate, um, if at all possible, from, from your space, from your energy field. It's just going to suck the life out of you. Uh, creative flow. So creating the time and space to get yourself into a creative flow. If you're constantly interrupted, you're not going to get into that flow state, which is, which is where you're going to be your most productive and have your most creative and um, really impactful um, ideas and 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 things for their pro your projects and stuff whatever you are doing for your work prioritize so make sure that you are prioritizing your tasks um, and delegate if if you are 
feeling overwhelmed and you have too many things on your plate, make sure that you're delegating smaller tasks or uh, menial tasks, administrative tasks, whatever someone else can help you with or manage for you, do it. There's no shame in asking for help. And then we need to set boundaries in, t in terms of our spirituality. So make sure that your beliefs are clear. This is, this is especially important if you work in an environment where you have different um, faith traditions, especially like in the West, if you need to attempt, if you're a Muslim and you need to make time to pray, um, you need to be open about this. Uh, make your beliefs clear, ask for respect, and then ask for the space and time to practice. If anyone is being disrespectful of your spiritual or religious or faith tradition, that's not okay. Ever. That's not okay. So, you know, asking for that respect. Um, it's actually illegal as well, <laughs> to a certain extent. Um, people are, are free to have their own beliefs, but they, they are not free to enforce them upon you. And then I have a little self-reflection prompt here for you to think about. So in which areas of your life do you need to set firmer boundaries? For me, it's usually around self and work. I need to give myself more time and I need to create better boundaries at work in terms of my time, my work-life balance. So that's something that you can journal about. Okay, so what is the foundation of how to set healthy boundaries. We have to go back to your core values, your needs, your beliefs, and your interests. So knowing who you are, what you need, want, and believe in is the first step. Because the people you allow in your life should align with this, with your core values. When you talk about um, values, we don't want to only talk about personality traits. We want to talk about um, those interests, those needs, things that things that are important to you. Like, for example, for me, um, fitness is a very uh, core value of mine, having an active lifestyle. Um, uh, eating nutritious food is is a value of mine, not not really having or buying junk food, not not ordering fast food, um, having you know, my me time, my alone time, my self-care time, those are all core values. They're not personality traits, but they're things in my life that, that are um, non-negotiables. Because when you think about the people in your life, we're talking about this common ground, right? You need to have something in common with the people around you that is that that is what's going to draw them to you the healthy relationships the, the people who are in alignment with with who you are what you want what you believe in and um and who you are at your core so you can take some time later and think about what your core values are in life so ask yourself what is important to you in your life in terms of how you're spending your time and your energy what are the important aspects of your life what do you want and need from various relationships, friends, family, co-workers? And what parts of your life are non-negotiable? Non-negotiable, absolute musts. Why is it difficult to set boundaries? So this is the hard part because especially if you're new to setting boundaries, the first time you, you start to speak your truth, it's kind of scary, right? Because like... We, we, we feel guilty because 
maybe we're setting a boundary for the first time and it's something that that we know that we've wanted for a long time but we never really had the courage or the confidence to stand up and say it and now we're saying it and we care about the other person we don't want to disappoint them and it's uncomfortable doing this in the beginning it feels really scary I used to get a huge lump in my throat I would like get sweaty armpits and I would most often go back on you know take the boundary back because I was so guilty um and I was just often trying to keep the peace um guilt is often confused for discomfort this is an important uh piece of this because like I said it's very uncomfortable in the beginning when you start to set boundaries and that discomfort because the guilt guilt we we experience guilt in our body and our solar plexus so our stomach area just under your diaphragm that's where our that's our our solar plexus energy center that's where our power is held and so when we are setting boundaries we are essentially taking our power back from from people that we've given it to either consciously or subconsciously and so it we feel that kind of sock in the gut like that ooh feeling like ah right that uncom that discomfort and we, we confuse it as guilt because that's where we also feel guilt. And so it's, yes, it's uncomfortable at first, but with time, it gets easier. And we feel guilty also because we want to keep the peace. We don't want to cause conflict or have people blame things on us. But we, but we, so we try to keep the peace. But, but setting boundaries again is all about self-respect and knowing who you are how you want to show up in the world and how you want other people to treat you because you are setting the standard for how other people are going to treat you. So um, keeping the peace, not setting boundaries because we feel guilty because we're trying to keep the peace. This is a form of disrespect to ourselves and to others because when you are not speaking your truth, you are being dishonest to yourself and to others, and therefore you are disrespecting yourself and others. So setting boundaries, it's 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 not something, it's it's not where you're just, you know, showing them being like, absolutely not. No. You can set boundaries with clarity, with love, and just, you know, say, This doesn't work for me. How can we do this a different way? Another reason why it's difficult to set boundaries that I personally experience is low self-worth. So you don't feel like you deserve to set boundaries, um, you haven't earned the right, and you've gotten into a, a habit of people-pleasing, right? So you don't, again, you don't want to disappoint the other person or make them uncomfortable. So you just suffer through it and say, it's fine, even though it really, really isn't fine. So speaking your truth is uncomfortable at first, but stick with it. Consistency is key. Respect yourself so that others can do the same. It will get easier over time. So how do we set healthy boundaries? They're, these are the steps for how we, we can set them in general. So first we have to know what we want. That's where we go back to the core values. I want time to exercise every day. I want time to pour into myself, to read, to meditate, to stretch. Um, I want time or I want um, to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm getting good food into my body. Give yourself permission to ask for it. Give yourself the permission first. Reassure yourself that it is okay to ask for what you want and what you need. 
Also, give yourself permission to say no. If someone is is doing something that does not align with you and your core values and your beliefs, you have the right to say no respectfully. When you are asking for something that you want, be very specific with your request. Don't leave it open for interpretation. This is what I want. This is how I want it. This is how I expect it. And this is when I want it by. Um, Ask without apology or guilt. So you have the right to ask for what you want. Okay. Don't, don't feel that guilt. I know it's hard in the beginning, but with practice, it will get easier. You'll feel more empowered um, with practice and you'll be surprised at how some people actually are totally cool with it. Um, the more mature ones anyway. Number six, communicate your expectations. Again, this is what I need from you and this is how I expect it to look depending on what your request is. Number seven, remain transparent and consistent. So transparent means, like I said, be very clear. Don't leave, you know, any details out about what you need. Don't be vague. Be very specific. And then be consistent. Ask for the same thing in the same way. Right? Respect and accept the answer if it's no. Just like you would want someone to respect you if you said no, You need to respect the answer if it's no, even if it's uncomfortable. Because we want to get get respect, we got to give it. Don't take it personally. Remember, if someone is not respecting you, there might be an element there of of self-respect towards yourself that is being reflected back to you. But also, by and large, most people, the way that they react to you or react to other people says more about what's happening inside of them than, than, what, than what they think about you. So don't take it personally when someone says no. It's not necessarily a rejection. It, it's a redirection. Take responsibility for your own wants and needs and let go of the end result. So let go of the control over the end result and just take steps, to, steps towards... Um, getting what you want and what you need because a lot of times what we want and what we need it comes to us in different forms than what we what we think so ask for what you want and then be open to receive it in different forms some affirmations that you can use um, to help you build the confidence um, and and self-assurance and self-acceptance that you are able to and you deserve to set boundaries are here i love myself I respect myself. I value my emotional, mental, and physical health. I allow myself to set healthy boundaries. I give myself permission to say no. I give myself permission to say yes to things that align with my vision for myself. I give myself permission to speak my truth with clarity and love. I respect the boundaries of others. I allow myself to feel uncomfortable. I embrace the process knowing that it will get easier to set boundaries over time. And finally, I release guilt, shame, and fear around speaking my truth. You are going to piss some people off when you set boundaries. It's inevitable, especially if there wasn't a strong, respectful relationship there in the first place. So it's going to be uncomfortable for you and for other people. But the people who are meant to be in your life, people who truly love you and respect you, will find a way 
to respect your boundaries and to work together and to come to a compromise. Go back to that wheel of the qualities of a healthy relationship. Accountability, safety, trust and honesty, support and cooperation. Because when it comes down to it, relationships, a relationship is when you are relating with another person. You have a connection with them, a close personal connection, different types of relationships, but you are ultimately in it together and you should be working towards a mutual benefit in the relationship. There should be equal give and take. In the words of the famous Dr. Seuss, those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. So I hope this episode helped you understand what a healthy relationship looks like and how you can begin to set healthy boundaries in your life and why they are so important. So I encourage you to go forward in a spirit of self-love and self-respect, knowing that you deserve healthy relationships in your life. You deserve peace and calm and to have people around you who fill you up. Love yourself enough to set the tone for what your relationships will look like moving forward. And with that, I will send you off and I will see you all next week. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that more people around the world will be able to hear it too. And remember, keep exploring, keep growing, keep loving on your journey home to yourself.